Good evening, Patriots. And it is Sunday, February 6th, 2022. And I just got off an interview with what's going to be great tomorrow night. I hadn't even expected to get it this quickly, but I don't know if you ever follow Corey Lynn. She's Corey Diggs. She's fantastic. One of the best research journalists, I think, in the Patriot movement, bar none. And so tomorrow night, she's going to be on. We just did the interview. Just a great researcher. Thinks very much like us. That's what I'm going to say. So make sure and check check that out tomorrow night. Tonight, Patriots, we're going to dig into some Canada stuff. And we're going to talk a lot about the way ahead and what our real challenge is. And it's a big one. And we have a lot of things moving. So before we begin, MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. That's our Bards Nation landing page. There's all sorts of amazing sales going on right over there right now. 50% off of sleepwear, men and women. 50% off of my slippers. 60% off of Giza sheets. Those are incredible. Every day I sleep in them, I'm like, man, these are great and crazy, crazy good. All sorts of savings on comforters and blankets and all the things you need for your home and bedroom. And on top of it right now, with your promo code, not only do you get access to all those great savings, your promo code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. But when you use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, you'll get a free copy of Mike Lindell's book, which is an incredible story about his rise from addict to one of the greatest CEOs in our time. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash BARDS. That's the BARDS Nation landing page. Thank you to all of you for the great support that's allowed that to happen. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. You can use that anywhere on the Frank Speech site, on the MyPillow site, or you can use that even on the MyStore site for all sorts of incredible savings across the whole platform. And when you use that promo code, you're going to get a copy of Mike Lindell's great book telling his story from his rise from addict to to CEO. And he truly is one of the great CEOs of our time. Also, thefoundersbible.com. TheFoundersBible.com is the Bible for our time. It's an NASB 1995 edition with our founders' documents worked in throughout Scripture. It's an amazing lesson in our in God's Word and witnessing how our founders used Scripture as a living language. You can get 20% off on those Bibles. They're an heirloom-quality Bible published here in the United States, 20% off using your Bard's code B-A-R-D-S. Finally, Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. That's the coffee for our time. It's also the a coffee designed to boost your health and your energy for the whole day while keeping your head clear. Now, with this latest news, which is not it's not just another variant, we're going to talk a little bit about that. This they're telling you now that there is an HIV strain moving out. This is actually for real because they've been putting it in the dog on vax. And so there, the one thing I want you to know is Pure 47, which is a refined silver nano level extract, which is on that site with Expedition Coffee. Pure 47 can isolate HIV as well as the full range of SARS-CoV viruses to, and to keep them from damaging your body. So Pure 47 not only will boost your immune system, but it helps reinforce all of that protection against those sorts of viral threats and that and we also have on there products like the tr- gut health triad which helps heal and seal your gut the immune xp which boosts your immune system and as well earth which is a full body supplement to help give you the nutrients you need for the whole day so that's at expedition xped expeditioncoffee.com well patriots i'm gonna play a clip that's 
was a little bit outdated, but I want to, it was day before yesterday, it was for last night, but I want to play this because I want you to hear this and I'll make another mention of this in a second. So this is uh, just a quick one just because we kind of get Canada in context. This is an urgent message regarding the Truckers GoFundMe account. Please share this with everyone you know that may have donated. GoFundMe has determined that the protests are not peaceful, therefore they will not be giving the money to the organizers. GoFundMe said that they themselves will be giving the money to charities that they see fit. However, you do have until February 14th to get your money back. So if you've donated, get your money back and reach out to a trucker online and just e-transfer PayPal, figure it out. Please get your money out and get this message out there. We do not want GoFundMe and the government taking the money that was meant to go to the truckers. We will find another way to get it to the truckers. Now, just so you know, that young lady, when she goes by Canadian Republican, is going to be on the show Tuesday night. She's been doing some incredible updates on TikTok, and I'm excited to get her on. She's been fearless in getting those messages out. Now, to give you an update on the Canadian situation with GoFundMe, GoFundMe finally caved. They were literally going to take the money, give people until the 14th of February, and then if people didn't re- request their money back, they were going to give it to Black Lives Matter. Uh, they were Another one of their charities was Planned Parenthood. I mean, okay, so I just have to say this. If you are feeling motivated to mobilize to get money, please do not use GoFundMe. Canada, U.S., anywhere else in the world, don't use those dirtbags. They're housed in San Francisco. I should tell you everything. They're just a bunch of progressive liberals. And I know there was a really good intention to do this, and I don't think anybody had any idea how big this fund would go. But it was go. It was big. So instead, use Give, Send, Go. Give, send, go. They've been stellar at this. And there's also another, there's some crypto sites that have stepped up to offer crypto. But do not use GoFundMe ever again, if you ever did. I never I never have, never will. I can't stand them. And they're, I mean, let's just put this in, in context. They live in elite circles in San Francisco in a city that is covered with human poop. And they think that's okay. All right, so don't, support them please but thankfully pressure from all the canadians and the pressure from the u.s side gofundme caved and did a refund back to people but i'll tell you the real reason it wasn't it wasn't the threat of desantis's ag going after him what the real threat was is they were concerned about people calling their credit card companies and saying cancel the payment because every cancel that they get from a credit card company forces them to be charged for $15, $15. So that's what we want to do is break the back of these folks as much as we can. Now, yesterday in Calgary, and I just did this quick throw together. We just did a quick call when I say that. We have a, an update. We had our own in-house paper bag patriot, our great mod, was there on the ground in Calgary giving us some updates. So I'm going to give you that whole conversation. This is 7 minutes, 36 seconds. Here we go. This was an update from the ground from one of our great beat ads coming at you right now. All right, Valerie, let's let's hear what's going on over here in Calgary. So tell me a little bit about what's happening down there on the ground. So we're on our march. We um, congregated at Memorial Park in downtown Calgary about 1 o'clock. Had a couple of people get up and 
hear some speeches and talk about stuff. A couple XRCMP, XRCMP officers got up and addressed the crowd, gave us some updates on what's happening at Coots border. And then about 2 o'clock, I don't know, I can't count. There's like thousands of people here. It's kind of crazy. Um, now we're walking, so we're doing our march and... We're just, the energy here is insane. It's like people are laughing and hugging and yelling and singing and dancing. I don't know. It's well, a big party. Well, let's hear about how, <laughs> let's hear about that dangerous terrorist group, that infringement, that fringe <laughs> element that your uh, little weenie, your little weenie Castro, little mini Castro has accused you of and the RCMP. So what's that? Yeah, uh, there's a lot of that going on. We've got kids, lots of kids. They're in wagons getting cold. We've got dogs on leashes enjoying it. We've got people watching from the side on the streets there. We yell at them to come join us. You know, it's, uh, it's pretty uh, pretty peaceful. I don't know, other than the noise. Like, I don't know if that's not a peaceful thing, but okay, but. <laughs> All right, so let, let me let me hear how this feels as a Canadian, because this is Canadian pride right here, Canadian unity, Canadian, just it's Canadian all the way around. How's it feel? It's amazing, Scott. It's like, holy cow, I did not think that us, you know, kind of complacent, laid back, or, you know, don't do anything crazy. This, this is nuts. This is awesome. There's so much nationality going on right now. There's flags everywhere. We've got flags on hockey sticks. We've got don't tread on me flags. Like, we've got American flags. <laughs> we've got flags from other countries. It's like crazy. This so. is awesome. This is awesome. And this is all the people coming together just to tell the government to go pound sand, basically, right? Exactly. Exactly. They're like, size. people are like so done with Trudeau, right? They're, call they're calling him Castro. Um, and they're spelling it with the same uh, ending as his name. So they're getting pretty creative. That's awesome. <laughs> I think the uh, I think the best, let me see if I can find it here, the best uh, new re renaming of your honk was Hanuk. <laughs> Hanunk. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they're trying to play on the Canuck thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's very good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got signs that say Truck Trudeau, so there's some creativity there, too. Very nice. Right, but the energy is very high, right? We do have representation from all of Canada's demographics. So, and we've seen a couple of the, you know, the instigators. We're a bunch of white nationalists, a bunch of racists. And we just go, hey, why don't you come and join us and find out how bad we are? <laughs> but anyway, no, that's awesome. So you, you've had some talks from uh, pastors as well. Have you heard some of those today? Um, Pastor Art is here, um, but he didn't get up and address the crowd. But there, he's in the crowd and he's going around. And we didn't have a, we didn't have um, Timothy Stevens. He doesn't usually come out and do public appearances like this, but. There are lots of there's lots of God representation in the march as well. I took some photos of some really great signs. Um, I have God winds on the back of my jersey, so hopefully it stays there. <laughs> It'll stay there. God's got you. That's good. 
So what's the what's the kind of the plan for the weekend? Is everybody just there for today, or do you think it's going to go on the whole weekend? Well, uh, they did say that there's rallies going on all over the province right now, and they will be continuing tomorrow. So there's Airdrie and a few other outlying areas that are doing their rallies on Sunday. But, um, yeah, and the slow rolls are all over. They've been going on all week. We've had slow rolls in, like, small rural community areas and also uh, up in Edmonton, I'm assuming. Well, that's awesome. Have you, have you seen much? The feeds that I've been getting is the police have been staying back and not getting. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're just, they just sort of watch. They follow us. They watch. We've got bike cops parked at intersections to help with traffic. We had, um, we had RCMP mounted RCMP at the park. I got a couple of good photos of them. One of the gals I'm with went up to one of them and said, you know, it's a nice day for a ride, eh? <laughs> and he went, every day's a good day for a ride. And I said, but you didn't ask him. When is he going to come and join us? But, <laughs> you know, I think they got the message because, like I said, we had two ex-RCMP officers get up and address the crowd. And what type, uh, of, what type of things are they talking about? Basically that, you know, um, the abridgment of our charter rights right is is not acceptable that they have to be standing up for the people and, and listen to their oath um so i have my own opinions about the oath but that's okay you know that is what people expect them to do is to stand up for us canadians and protect us from the government but we're not seeing it as as heavily as we'd like to i think there's something like fifty thousand rcmp in canada and unfortunately the RCMP commissioner Brenda Lecky, um, she's she's one of the deep state puppets. <laughs> oh, it, so I'm just laughing because people are just they're just crazy here. This is awesome. I love it. It's awesome. All right, well, we're we gonna the let friends. <laughs> What's that? I said someone had a sign. We the fringe. <laughs> it's just great. That's awesome. So how many people are around you right now that you can see? Like that? Um, okay, a uh, hundred. All right, can you get a bunch of people to yell Go Canada on here? Yeah, just give me a sec here. They're not very compliant. <laughs> <laughs> That's They're like, what? What are you talking about? That's awesome. All uh, right. Anyways, I tried. That's good. Hey, have a blessed day, Valerie. Thank you very much. God bless Canada, really. Uh, thanks, Scott. God bless America. Thanks, you guys. God bless. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So there you go, Patriots. Our very own paperback patriot, a.k.a. Valerie, has just done a fantastic job of giving us a report from the ground. And it was a big event in Calgary, as it was across all of Canada yesterday. And it's continuing. So let me give you this update. This came in just a little bit ago from the same uh, uh, Canadian Republican from a little bit earlier. I'll hear this one. Well, I guess we won't be playing that one. That's, let me see if it's, I'll tell you, that's the second time that's done that. Um, anyway, this was an alert this evening that um, 
the Ottawa police were getting ready to send in riot gear and or riot teams to start dispersing them. I just got an update from one of my buddies up in Canada as we were playing that interview that they are prepared and they knew this was coming. The Canadian government is showing its true face, and this is what you have to be understanding of. They are not going to play around uh, with trying to negotiate with people because unless people actually comply with them, they are not going to be willfully participant in helping improve society. They want everybody to take the vax and be subdued. And so much of the reason for that right now is this agenda is now being run by the banksters of the world. Our Congress, our presidents around the world, our parliaments, they're all hand puppets of the, of the big bankster. And this is a big bankster coup across the globe with the singular intention of controlling every single thing from birth to death, getting everything linked into the blockchain, and COVID has been the biggest scam of all. Under COVID, we have seen more rollout of robotics, AI, 5G, CRISPR technology to edit genes, All of this has happened, and it's happened under the name of COVID. It's happened under the name of MAGA. It's happened under the name of progressive socialism. Whatever you want to call it, they've given it 50 different names, and it's all happened in this period of time. So COVID was a scam from the beginning. They knew that people would not go for it. If I had sat down with any one of most people in the United United States or around the world, and I said, okay, let me ask you a few questions. Would you willingly and happily accept a robot to replace your job? They would say no. If they, they would say, then if I said, okay, would you willfully and happily accept for artificial intelligence to run and manage your life? They would likely say no. Would you willfully and happily accept that Gene editing and CRISPR technology with nanotech will become part of every medicine that you'll take, including the foods that you eat. The answer would typically be no. Would you be happy to know that 5G towers are going to be forced around your country and in your backyard without your consent that will tag track and monitor you 24-7 and be used to, to affect your health? The answer would be no, they wouldn't want that. You see all these barriers? And they knew these barriers were existing. And the key one here, then we get down to, and by the way, would you are you happy to understand that you are going to be forced to be compliant to and accepting of transhumanism, which means that you're going to do your work in a metaverse and that ultimately you're going to have to be digitally chipped and tagged and that you're not going to be able to go anywhere without a digital ID. Nobody would have said yes to that prior to COVID. After COVID, with the indoctrination of fear, the world bowed to the evil and they said, oh, please, give it to me, baby, as fast as you can. And I'll even say these words, make America great again while you're doing it. That is exactly what happened. So here we are. And we are now in this place where we have this big mess of stuff on top of us, and it is a mess. Let's see if this clip will play, because this is a fantastic testimony. I'm hoping it plays. Let's see what happens. Yo, what's going on? It was quiet when I got here, but now they're starting to beat. They're starting to make some noise. Now, I get it. I saw some comments saying that you want to go from 9 to 5, and you want to turn your horns off, and you want to 
you know, be respectful and play the optics war. And you do, you've done all the math, man. I get it. I get, we've done everything. Every piece of garbage has been picked up. Statistically, there is no crime. And when I mean statistically, if you have some drunk guy acting, you know, silly on one street, quickly gets, you know, talked to, and then the Patriots take him back to his car. Maybe there was some incident of mischief. I've heard reports of Antifa throwing rocks at trucks, tagging stuff. They're the ones committing the crime. But other than that, this has been the most well-behaved revolution on earth. And now the big complaint is, can you get them to only blow their horns between nine and five? I'm sorry. What has complying got you guys so far? What is just little by little? Oh, just do this. Yeah, just, just don't beep your horns between nine and five. That's all we're going to ask. Then wear two masks. Then just go right back to square one. How about you put your blame right where it belongs, right in the eye of Sauron, and that's who we handle this with. And every mandate. We're not allowed to exist in society. I'm not allowed to go to a movie. I'm not allowed to go to a restaurant. I'm not allowed to leave the country. You can't even leave. You can't travel on planes. You can't do anything that Trudeau can get his fingers on to discriminate against us in society. Meanwhile, he'll blame us for side effects of his guinea pigs. It's an insane world, and you've complied long enough, guys. End the madness in the horn stop. But I am in no place to go tell these guys, oh, excuse me, can you turn your horn off? Can you get used to complying again? We want freedom. We're not asking for anything unreasonable, and we're doing it on your behalf. The least you can do is turn off your televisions and stop letting their horrible objections to this revolution and their horrible false flags and whatever else they bring. I'm sorry about the noise complaints. Now, are you sorry about banishing me from society and treating me like I'm some sort of leper because I want to keep my immune system intact? Sorry, guys. The horns are staying. Stuff it up your ass, anyone that has a problem with loud noises. We have a problem being banished from society. I think he summed it up right there at the end. You got the point. That is a really good testimony to the whole situation in Canada, and they are holding the line. So the Canadian government is going to do, you're going to witness what the Canadian government's going to do, and this is what every single organized government in the, in the world will do. When you press them and refuse to comply with them, they're all good and nice. They have policing. They're out here to help keep the peace. But when you don't comply to them, even when you're peaceful, I mean, actually, I should say, if you don't comply to them and you burn down buildings and you abuse people that love their country, then you're okay. That's called being Antifa or BLM. And you can tear statues down. You can destroy property. You can ravage businesses. You can beat up old people in the park. As long as you do that, the police will be okay with you. And you're going to be okay with the, with the state and everything's going to be fine. But when you get to this place where we are now, where people are peacefully organizing to make a stance against the government, which is pushing an agenda to destroy the children, then we're at a different place. This is where they're going to use every bit of force they have to protect what they have. I want you to hear this piece. This is from an Australian woman who works in a funeral home. This is hard to hear, but you need to hear it. Listen to this. So what were you saying? Um, definitely a lot happening. Um, if people only realize they could step one day into the amount of babies, people, the babies that we're doing, um, um, 
young young men or um, heart attacks, strokes, blood clots. Um, and the odd thing we're finding is the paperwork is um, inconclusive and unknown. It's what they're dying of. Uh, no services, straight to the um, furnaces, um, and then the, the people are getting their ashes back with the urn. Um, but we're flat out picking up. Uh, some of the places are actually instilling extra large uh, freezers that hold a minimum of 20, and uh, some of them are ordering eight big containers that each hold, hold 20 bodies. So um, everyone just needs to realise, don't do it, man. Look at it from us. We've had enough. We don't want to see the little kids that are getting jabbed. Which we're waiting. It's going to, it's going to come. It's going to be the next thing coming. Hundred percent. So um, babies are enough. Mm. Where are you located? In Sydney. Um, I won't give names because yeah. it, it, it's a very clicky business to be in. Uh, some people are are not awake in it. So um, we have to be careful who we talk to and whatever. And um, we don't care, jabbed or not jabbed, don't care. Everyone just needs to know, don't do the kids. Don't do the kids, guys. They, you know, they have a life ahead of them and, and we're seeing the other side of this. And mm, this is just devastation, absolute devastation. They're after the kids. And as you'll hear tomorrow night with um, Corey, they're funding this sort of brainwashing propaganda from childbirth to adulthood. They're doing it globally. And you're going to see part of this is going to be integrated into the metaverse, which they're already pitching to major churches around the country who are jumping on board. The kids are the target. And there has to become a point when we as a society that has our faith anchored, hopefully, in our rock and relationship with God, that we start to realize that this passivity that has been advocated and rammed down the throat of every Christian in a pew has to end. There comes a point in time when we have to make a stand, and if we are not going to defend God's children, I don't know what we are going to do. This is ridiculous. Parents are walking in a delusional state their children are getting jabbed and dying, and they're not even connecting it to the jab, and they're allowing a funeral home, which they have to take it to a funeral home. But they're not even questioning the fact that their kids are being put right to the furnace and they're giving, they don't even get an autopsy. They're just like, here's your ashes. Sorry your kid died. This is unbelievable. We have become so desensitized to life. It's It's hard to witness, and it's hard to be in this without feeling, which I hope everybody feels, that real level of righteous indignation. Now, that's the vax, and we've got Canada fighting its fight, okay? Now, I want you to hear this. This comes from a professor at uh, the State University of New York. I want you to hear what he has to say about his thoughts on kids. Imagine that an adult male uh, wants to have sex with a 12-year-old girl. Imagine that she's a willing participant. A, a very standard, very widely held view that there's something deeply wrong about this, and it's wrong independent of it being criminalized. 
It's not obvious to me that is, in fact, wrong. I think this is a mistake. And I think that exploring why it's a mistake will tell us not only things about adult child sex and statutory rape, but also about fundamental principles of morality. There's a couple of things to say here. One is, even if you are looking for a threshold, let's say there's a threshold. I'm, I'm making this number up, but let's say it's at age eight. Um, still, that tells you that some adult child sex is permissible. Second, the notion that it's wrong even with a one-year-old is, is not quite obvious to me. There are reports in some cultures of grandmothers filleting their, uh, the baby boys to calm them down when, when a colicky. Now, I don't know if this is true, but this, this is sort of widely reported as occurring in, in, in at least one culture. And it, it working, that the grandmothers believe, believe this actually works. If this were to be true, and again, I don't know it to be true. If it were to be true, it's hard to see what would be wrong with it. So, yeah, I, I guess I think, no, I, I don't think there's a blanket period beyond which this is permissible. If we're interested in willing participation, which is the way I structured it, then, yeah, there's a, there's a point below which people aren't willing participants in anything because they don't have intentions or they don't have the sort of mental states that allow for willing participation. But, no, I, I, don't, I don't think it's blanket wrong at any age. Professor Stephen Kirshner. State University of New York. He's currently on leave while they investigate him. I don't need an investigation. I'm willing to chip out that millstone right now. He should already have been terminated, and he should already be under investigation by the police. And I, I they could start with his laptop because I guarantee you they'll find everything they need right there. Patriots. We have to understand the depth of the rancer that has happened across this world. They have us so split right now on going at different attacks. You know, people are trying to fight for no mandate, and they're trying to say, you know, you can take the jab, don't take the jab. You can, we need to have, you know, people need to have their choice. This is the big deal that's going on. Listen to every politician. It's your choice. Okay, so I guess it's, you know, our choice to abort kids, our choice to take a vax. Don't just take a vax, don't take a vax. Our choice to embed tech in us so we become transhuman. Our our choice to rape a one-year-old kid, child. The progressive agenda has creeped into every bit of the dialogue because it's never been a progressive agenda. It's been a Luciferian agenda, and all of our leaders have always been tied in one way or another to that Luciferian core, all of them. Unless they are coming out and making a stand against this injection. I've said this is the litmus test, and I'm dead serious. If you cannot say this vax needs to be banned and Pfizer, Borla, CEO needs to be investigated for crimes against humanity. If you cannot say those words, you're a hand puppet of the globalists, period. End of story. If you say that this vax is something you created, it was the greatest thing in the world, then you deserve all the good things that come with that when the crimes against humanity come rolling out the door. There is no exception to this. If there is a quote-unquote patriot out here that's defending those actions, trying to minimize the death of this vax, there's another millstone waiting for you. There is a red line here that everybody has to get a hold of and understand. And I'm going to tell you something. Our churches are not going to be the ones that lead, unfortunately. They should be. 
There are some. I always say this, so I don't. I don't so overarch that statement and omit great pastors around the country. But there is no forgiveness for some of this. That's God's to do. There is a brutality in the thinking. Understand what I said there. Brutality in the thinking that we have to reassume in this fight. We cannot sit by and sit and wring our hands in the pew and say, oh, Lord, what are we going to do? I don't know what to do because they're raping little babies. I'd like you to show me anywhere in Scripture that says that that's okay. No problem. Uh, Just keep wringing your hands and everything will be fine. It doesn't say that. Our fight right now is for the children. If we are not doing everything we can to protect a present and a future, we will have no children. These people are evil. They are spending literally trillions of dollars globally on e-tech, e-learning, e-education to brainwash these kids. They're starting them young. They're getting them locked into the digital tablets that are designed specifically to scramble their brains. It's an MK Ultra Light program that started in its foundations on Common Core. It's other components, just things like critical race theory, all this other nonsense. They keep scrambling stuff in kids' heads. The child understands truth if we are giving them good nurturing. But nope, they're going to scramble them. And parents are keep putting their kids into these indoctrination camps. You can't reform a school. Get them out of the school. That's the answer. This thing is controlled by them. And this money, this CARES Act money is nightmarish. These people are signing off basically your children's rights going, yeah, I'll take that million dollars. What do I have to do? Oh, I just need to make sure that every child coming into my school gets a gene editing vaccination and a booster every time you call out. And I need to make sure that they're gagged from birth. They are working on this gag methodology to force people to learn a new social behavior. They are re-social engineering the world, and they know it. They'll tell you otherwise they're lying to you. I've talked to people even in the defense sector, and they've known this all along. They're like, yeah, well, the humanity has to be re-engineered so we can go to our next phase. This whole thing was a scam from day one. And we have to be pushing hard on people to start waking up. I have zero tolerance for this defense of anything related to this vax. I will not take an excuse. I'd be right there like the one pulling the lever. I'm telling you, like, okay, you did what? You said what? Oh, you were the one pushing the vax. Okay, get right up here. Click. It's maddening. Luke 19, 41 to 44. And when he drew near and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, "Would Would that you, even you, had known on this day the things that make for peace. But now they are hidden from your eyes, for the days will come upon you when your enemies will set up a barricade around you and surround you and hem you in on every side and tear you down to the ground and your children within you. And they will not leave one stone upon another in you because you did not know the time of your visitation intimacy in the relationship to Christ intimacy in the relationship with Christ you have got to get right in that place all of us I'm not saying you me all of us 
And I apologize if I made it sound like it was directed at you. It's not. It's all of us. Intimacy in the relationship with Christ. We need that strength and we need that clarity. We're not talking about rampaging things. We are talking about taking a stand for what is righteously the only way to go. This sort of garbage from Professor Stephen Kirshner. That shouldn't even exist in our society, let alone be on a Zoom call. And when it does happen, it shouldn't be like, well, we need to investigate it to see if we're going to fairly be able to fire him. No, how about this? We just, we've got the noose out in the front yard. We'll just use it. Somebody with these sorts of perspectives is not belong in society. I'm sorry. At least not our world. The funeral home. We have children that are dying every day now. These numbers are mounting. And they're mounting at exponential rates. I read this the other night, and it's important to grasp. And this comes... It's, it's a sad statement because this, this comes from Dr. Zelenko, and he was sent over to Stu Peters just the other day. And it reads this, according to Israeli funeral directors, and the reason this is important, you just heard the report from the Australian funeral home director, a director from funeral homes. That's in Australia. Now listen to this one from Dr. Zelenko from the Israeli funeral home directors. According to Israeli funeral directors, the number of dead, especially younger people, has overwhelmed their capacity to give everyone a proper burial. Israel has the most four-booster vaccinated people. Israeli people are not dying from Omicron. They are dying from vaccine-induced AIDS. The vaccine destroyed the immune systems of the Israeli people. What the Nazis started, the Israeli government is finishing. Death by vaccine. Israel just awarded its highest prize, the Genesis Award, to Pfizer CEO Albert Borla. That was a nice one. I Every day I get up, there's something new in my box about somebody who is suffering the pains of the vaccine. Every single day. And every single day, those pains grow and those numbers grow. And we are going to have to really come to a realization of what this is that we're living through. This is a depopulation event. There's no other way to say this. Listen to this. So I was having a good day. I got a new wig. <laughs> I put on makeup and everything. And I just completely fell apart at work today. And now I look like this. I feel like all I've been doing since my vaccine injury is trying to get back to like my normal self. I feel like it's never going to happen because cognitively I'm just not the same that I used to be. And I so desperately want to go back to someone who is smart and talented and capable of doing things. But now I have to 
see how my brain is acting that day and figure out how I'm going to be that day and if it's going to be a good day or a not good day. So when people say, yeah, you had a vaccine reaction, but you look totally fine, you must be fine. They just don't get it. I just really want to get back to normal someday, and I don't think it's going to happen. We have done all we can to um, warn as many people as we can. And we've done our job well. But we're now at a point of having to deal with the consequences of bad decisions and watch humanity die. That's what we're happening right now. So we've done everything we can to warn. Now we have to do more as we help them find peace and salvation in Christ. That's where this goes. We have to continue to remind everyone, whether it's the Canadian truckers, whether it's the U.S. truckers, whether it's a young lady like this, whether it's the Australian funeral home director, we have to put the pressure on them to remind them that we all have to turn to God and turn to Christ and find that relationship and to seek forgiveness. That is our first step. And then we all need to do everything we can to light the fires of righteousness within ourselves. Look, we have to understand that this sort of damage to humanity, we also have to fight through it together. And that doesn't mean that it's all going to be love and hugs for the enemy. These are ruthless assholes. I don't know how else to put it to you. These people want nothing more and enjoy, in fact, the pleasure of watching humanity suffer. And they think it's comical. A young lady like this, they're laughing. It's like, look at that fool. She took the vax. She's not a fool. She was deceived. We've fought hard to get people awake. And I, we've put our words. We've, we've warned them. We've told them, okay, now we're here. And it's like any other fight. We're in the thrust of one battle. We did it as far as we could go. Now shift. Recalibrate. What's your enemy doing now? Well, our enemy's sitting back laughing its butt off. And I'm not okay with that. I am not okay with that. Man, I'll tell you right now, if, if they were sitting in Jericho, and those walls fell, and God said, you know, when those walls fall, you're going to have to slay every man, woman, and child, and a donkey. I'd be like, good. Just tell me when, because I have no problem, Lord. Just send me. That's it. Send me. I'll be right there. And this is, when I talk about the fires of righteousness, God leads this fight. But be ready for what God calls. This is absolutely not an acceptable moment for part of humanity to be walking around going, oh, I don't know what's happening. Gee, we're getting a lot more heart attacks. We're suddenly getting more strokes. Well, yeah, no kidding. Did you ever think that maybe it's because of what you as a nurse or you as a doctor or you as a politician advocated for? This is not okay.
we have to find that deep place with Christ. Get our hearts right. And that's a daily job right now because there's a lot of things that are coming through us. There's righteousness and anger are that fine line we have to watch because it's okay to be angry. God has said that. Make it righteous anger. Don't make it vengeance because it's not that. Because once we go down that vengeance path, that's whew, that's a hole you don't want to go down. But it is a laser focus on justice. And we have that's why I say so many times, proclaim this fight as the Lord's fight. Proclaim your sword yourself as in Christ's army. Raise this sword as the sword of the Spirit and let God guide. Because this is the Lord's fight, and we know very well that God has wrath. I mean, like, no kidding, wrath. And we're part of his army, so follow his lead. 2 Timothy 4, 3 to 4. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires and will turn away their ears from the truth and will turn aside to myths. So many have done that walk. And so now it is a point for us to pivot We have to light that fire of righteousness. We have to reach to our King and Savior and say, lead us. And we have to turn to God and say, God, I'm ready. Send me. It is time, patriots. We cannot stand this. And I know that may, for some that hear this, they're going to be, okay, so what's the direction, man? Like, what are we going to do? When are we going to go get it on? It's like, You can start by getting yourself right with Christ and not putting up with anything around your world that tolerates this. Be truthful. Be direct. Do not accept anybody that's trying to tell you the vax is okay. Do not accept anybody that's trying to tell you that, well, you know, it's just kids. Do not accept a school board that's trying to put a mask on a child. Do not accept a nursing home that's trying to kill their elderly because they won't let people visit or they're going to lock them in their rooms. We have to start demanding justice as a people and every time proclaim the Lord. David proclaimed it in front of Goliath and with one stone took Goliath out. And then, as I always love this story, whether you like it or not, I love the fact that he fell through on his, he came right through on his promise. He still cut off the giant's head and he still fed it to the birds, even though Goliath was dead. Point made. And it was such a significant point that the army fled when they realized that their big thug just got waylaid by a shepherd boy. It is not okay for that professor to be on leave. That university's backpedaling right now. They're like, please, we're sorry, we're sorry. This doesn't appoint our views. It's like, no, not sorry. Get rid of him and put him under public trial. Period. End of story. Confiscate his computer and expose it to the world. Give it to WikiLeaks. They'll do a good job with it. They'll let everybody see what's on it. We have to use everything we can now to elevate truth. This whole political circus we're in right now, this bread and circus about you got to vote, you got to vote, you got to vote. 
Oh, whatever. I've told you, I am so done with politics. You're not going to win the state election unless they have, unless you've got enough money to buy your way in. And you're not going to win the federal election unless you're part of the good old boy club. The only control you have is a local election in the county. So let's get rid of our, these people in our counties and let's start dominating. And it's going to take a fight of community to stand up. And we take back our counties and we waylay these people, shut down the, the Planned Parenthood operations, shut down these, these tyrannical people that are trying to push the vax, bring the first county that can bring charges against a hospital and its nurses and doctors and hospital administrators is going to rock the world. When people start getting charged with murder, that's going to rock the world. It is essential that we use everything in our power to stand boldly with God in the light of truth in these moments and not let any of this go unchecked. And that's from the smallest to the biggest interaction. Because it isn't, we tend to do as people, we tend to think about how are we going to change the world? I'll tell you how you change the world. It's small actions that change the world. Little things change the world. If that's a letter writing campaign, if that's a in confrontation with somebody or, or a meeting with somebody over coffee, I don't know. But it's the small acts because the small acts make a difference because they are like small stones in the pond and many small stones in the pond make for big wakes on the edge. We are in a critical time. These people are not slowing down. And like I've said, I love what Canada's doing. It needs to, they need to hold the line and they need to collapse their government. We need to do the same. And we're going to have to do some real cleaning inside because this whole culture, this acceptance of gender, gender confusion, aborting babies, injecting kids with death serums, I'm sorry, none of it stays, not in my world. Running your life with AI, I'll burn that one. Nope. Living your world in meta, sorry, not going to have that. Go back to go forward, simpler life. Lock it in, and we charge forward. And I'll tell you, I'm dead serious. If it means that as Bard's Nation, we want to come together and start our colony and go from there, good on me. Because I'm done with this stupidity. I am done with a government trying to kill us. And I am not ever going to accept a life where they run unaccountable. And that is up to us as a people to hold them collectively accountable, to stand before them fearlessly and never let them go, period. They must know that they will be hunted until the very day that we die and we will pass that, that mission off to our children to make sure they never find a place to sleep, nor will their children find a place to sleep. This is not acceptable on this earth. They cannot find a hovel to dig in or hide in, and they need to know that. And it takes one group of people that can do it, have done it historically, and must do it again. And who are those? The people that walk with their love in God and that anchor in Christ and faith. We have that strength to do this and to do it correctly and to do it relentlessly and to do it ruthlessly. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in these times, 
when there is so much pain out here. We begin tonight just for praying for the many that have suffered the damage of this vax, that have suffered the damage of loss of jobs, loss of livelihoods, disruptive family lives. Bless them, Lord, and forgive them if they've made poor decisions and we pray for the forgiveness for them. And if we hold angst towards them, please forgive us. It's not our place. It's now our place to stand boldly as your children in the body of Christ to stand here and be the examples of the world of what forgiveness looks like, what light and healing and agape love looks like, but also what the ferociousness of a lion looks like. We are one as humanity facing an enemy that takes absolute pleasure in our destruction and our pain. We pray this night for Canada. They're heading into a darker phase of this revolution that they're having. The tyrannical state is going to use its tools to try to start disrupting their lives, seizing their finances, arresting them, probably threatening their families. What we pray is that more Canadians can awaken and unite as one body and in the process shine an example to the world of how a country that has drifted away from you, Lord, can come back and find that love in you and that strength in you to give light to the rest of the world. Those are the things we pray. For our nation, Lord, we pray for forgiveness for the sins that we've allowed to occur on our land. And now we also pray for the resolve of this people this people we call ourselves American, who stand beautifully with you, Lord, to stand boldly, to stand united, to stand unwavering in the face of this enemy, and to not allow any of this to proceed. We know that this fight is not going to go away overnight, but we know that we have an obligation to stand up for truth and to stop this madness, the destruction of the children, the destruction of the people, and the, the murder of the elderly. We pray for justice, Lord. And justice by however you choose to use your justice, justice by your hand, justice by your agents, however that is, Lord, to bring justice to this cause and to put an end to this pain. We are blessed that all is given, all the sacrifices made. We are blessed by this amazing fellowship and community that you have built here across the globe. May we all find strength with one another. May we all find humility before your feet. And may we all seek forgiveness in our hearts. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. You know, I make no bones about the fact that I can fight as ferocious as a lion. But I have a, when I see the pain and suffering that's going on right now, I, it, it'll choke me up to tears. We can never lose that empathy that we have for one another. I've met guys that I've been criticized by guys. It's like, man, you can't do, you can't act that way in war. We got to be tough. And it's like, you know what? I can be as tough as the next and have been. But we also have to be human. We have fought a hard, hard fight to keep people from taking this injection. 
I don't think there's a person out here that hasn't felt that line of having to deal with a family member who hates you, a friend that walks away from you, being called fools, tin hats, crazies, whatever. And sadly, everything that we said was going to happen is happening now. So now, we can't change what's done. But what we can do is we can begin by bringing them closer to Christ and becoming more ferocious as a lion than the world has ever seen. Our flock, all of us, are part of a flock of God's flock. And who's killing us, it's not the neighbor that took the shot. That was a bad decision, a stupid one at certain points. But it's a group of people, relatively speaking, a handful in by comparison to the world population, that are gleefully deciding the fate of humanity to destroy God's creation and to under, undo God's children and submit them to permanent slavery, and they're enjoying every bit of this as they rake in their money. Every one of them, in the end, must be held accountable, period. So never, never forget that. We have God at our back and Christ at our front, and we will win this as difficult as it can be. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into this fight. Prayers up, patriots. We have so many people to pray for right now. And God needs to hear our prayers. God is with us. He will never forsake us. We have to trust in him, though, like never before. And in the end, God will win. But we have a pure mission ahead of us. And that mission must never end until our last dying breath. I'll see you tomorrow night for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time. God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. All this time we had to prove that we could stand here too. All the nights been pushing through, fight for all we had to lose. Reaching out for something to pull us up to level ground. Oh, I can see it now. I can see it now.
sets down over the hill where the lost got found. Reaching through somehow. Oh, you're an island when the world is too loud. When the seasons change, I know the space between us will stay the same. Resting on this faith, when your soul answers calls far away. Thank、you.